Hey guys, welcome to Workforce Rebels, your comprehensive resource for freelancing in any industry. In this episode, we're giving you our top tips for managing inconsistent income. For a readable version, check out our blog at www.arh-creative.com. For a step-by-step guide to becoming a freelancer, check out the Workforce Rebels book. You can find your copy on amazon.com books or visit our website. Last month, we gave you some tips for maintaining consistent work. Now it's time to talk more about point number one of that episode, managing your income. In our years of mentoring new freelancers, we've been shocked to find how many people don't actually know how to manage their finances. Thankfully, this episode is going to change that. Get ready to get back to basics with your finances. We're going to talk about how to track what you have, calculate what you need, and make the most of your current income. To make the following steps easier, we recommend creating a simple document or spreadsheet where you can record your raw data. Don't worry too much about making it pretty. You can always streamline it later. For now, it just needs to be readable. Step one, find out what you have. Go through your banking records, invoices, and any other relevant financial documents to figure out how much money you brought in in the last month. You should also gather up an average six month income and a 12 month income. You'll be using those numbers later it's best to regularly update these amounts to help you maintain a grasp of the bigger picture of your finances. Step two, know what you owe. Next, go through all of your bills. Separate them by business expenses and personal expenses. Separate monthly bills from less regular ones like water bills and insurance bulk payments. We'll talk about those later. Use your bank and credit card records to figure out how much you typically spend in each category each month. Always overestimate the amounts. In general, it's a good idea to accumulate money for bills at least a month in advance. That way you'll still be able to pay them if you have a slow week or even a slow month. If it works better for you, you can plan even further ahead, setting aside money for up to three months of bills in advance during more lucrative months. That way you'll be able to focus on building your business when work is slow. Now let's look at those bulk payments we mentioned earlier. How much do you need to set aside each month to pay on these? These are things that may not be paid monthly, but are still charged on a regular basis. You can set aside a little each month to pay these bills when they come to be due. Step three, determine your balance. Pause here and compare the numbers. Are you bringing in enough income to cover your bills each month? If not, look over those expenses again. Are there any non-necessities that you can cut to save money? It doesn't have to be a permanent cut, just until you can build your income back up again. Step four, prep for emergencies. Next, let's build your emergency funds. Ideally, you should have at least six months worth of bill money set aside. Don't worry if you don't have it yet. If you're working consistently to build your business, you will have it soon. This is also a good opportunity to set aside other types of emergency funds, such as potential vet costs for pets. 
Before you make any extra purchases, you should contribute to this fund to maintain it at a certain level. Step 5. Set your miscellaneous funds. Next, think about things you want or need that are non-emergent. Think new stove fund or new mattress fund. How much do you estimate it will cost? You can add to the fund each month with any excess money you have. Step 6. Don't forget taxes. Now, since we're talking freelancing here, you're also going to want to look at that 12-month amount. Depending on where you live, you're likely going to need to pay estimated taxes on your income. We talked about this in a recent post about self-employment taxes. It's not included in our podcast, but check out our blog at www.arh-creative.com for more. You'll use that yearly amount that you found earlier to calculate what you need to pay in taxes. For example, in the U.S., you'll likely need to pay about 15.3% of your income back in federal taxes and around 5% in state taxes. Be sure to look at your federal and state government websites for the most up-to-date information. These payments can go into your bulk funds, since they're usually paid out quarterly. Depending on your income level, you may get some of that money back at the end of the tax year, but don't count on that. Never count on a tax return as a source of money. Step 7. Set your income goals. Now we get to the income part. What is the minimum amount of money you need to make in a month to pay your expenses? Don't forget to calculate a reduction for taxes. Now, how much are you planning to work per month? Using this amount, you can calculate daily goals or weekly if that's too overwhelming. Just be sure to factor in the time it might take to actually see that money in your account. Give yourself a buffer of at least five business days to help account for delays in bank processing. Use this information to factor in how much you'll need to make and plan out how much work you'll need to accept in order to meet your goals. You can also make goals for how much in excess you want to make, depending on what you're looking to accomplish. But focus first on that minimum amount to reduce stress. And that's it. That's everything you need to take basic care of your finances, no matter how inconsistent your work is. Just use the info in the previous episode to maintain your work schedule, then use this episode to maintain your money. You'll be golden. Thank you for listening to Workforce Rebels. We hope our content helps you grow your business and realize your goals. If you want to hear more content like this, please be sure to like and follow this podcast and feel free to leave questions and suggestions on our website at www.arh-creative.com.